But just how scary was that? The worst thing was probably seeing the wife so upset. And I always joke around here, pushing to the limits, and I, that was uh, my limit. I mean, it was super challenging, but this is a brutal sport, and it's, it's for the toughest men and women on the planet. One of the toughest strong men in history, right here. Welcome to the Giants Life Strongman Podcast, once again joined by Darren, Colin, myself, and one of the largest pieces of humanity you're ever likely to meet. Give it up for the loveliest man in all strongman. It's Gavin Biltong. Big Gav. Yeah. Gav, you're dwarfing all of us here. That feels cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> How are you, mate? Because yeah. obviously you've been through a lot the last 12 months. Um, yeah, really good. In a good place, um, physically and mentally. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, it's just back in the fold. Yeah. He's a real character, Brycey. Uh, Gav's almost magnetic, you know, he's, um, he's got his own gravity, he's so big, so he probably <laughs> is magnetic, but you know, he's, uh, uh, I mean, you've already got some, some dubious and or fantastic titles, you know, you, you know, obviously Wales' strongest man, but also the heaviest man to ever compete uh, on a debut, or maybe just ever at Wales' yeah. strongest man. But what weight were you then, and, and what are you now? Because you're looking in good shape. Yeah, I think I'm better shape. I was I was a shape like three years ago. A shape. It was just a shape. <laughs> yeah, just. But I just got stuck in nothing that bigger was was better and, and heavier was two fifteen kilos. It was yeah. Two fifteen. Yeah, it was bad. It was just, just. What's that in pounds? Can anyone do it for pounds quickly? That's a hell of a lot. Four seventy. Is that? Is that the heaviest guy ever at Wilshire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, you did make a statement. That's official. That's was, official. It was my first year at it. It was sort sort of like I'd done a show beforehand and won that, and then. It was my season was over, if that makes sense. I was just put eating because and then I had the phone call off yourself. And then, so I think I had 10 days to try and get ready for it. Yeah, you, you were the last man. You were, you were, yeah, I was quite heavy, but yeah, I was stuck in that thing. It was just a bad cycle of being the biggest is the best, and it, it really isn't. Have you ever worked on a door? Yeah, I do door work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just imagining you going to me, sorry, you're not coming in tonight. At no point do I think, oh, go on, mate. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not coming in tonight. It's, it is like a double-edged sword. It can help, and then a lot of people want to challenge it. But I'm, I'm a nice guy. Well, the hey, the, hey big man kind yeah. of, kind of. It <laughs> is, syndrome. yeah, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> but I enjoy door work. It's good. I work with a great team. Uh, I've done social security all my life, so um, it just helps me pass the time. I run the gym through the week, and then on the weekends I do. Door and, work. and what makes you such a good doorman? <laughs> I think it's the moustache I think yeah it is tell us more about the moustache it's, it's easily the most um, you know, discussed thing <laughs> it was just I, I grew it for November like three four years ago and then to annoy the wife I do love her by the way but um, I just kept it she was like it's, it's over and I was like no it isn't and then three four years ago never over. Joke, it's never, never over yeah. <laughs> and it's a thing it's just stuck with me I think um, you never caught her over you at night while you were asleep just trying to... it was the yeah. most it was the most asked question on the Instagram when we said we interviewed him how does he look after his moustache what do you do I, look I, do, I do have a comb do I you walk it or do you <laughs> <laughs> daily walks to and from curl yeah I did have a curled once which um, might come back for the worlds maybe I do have wax for it I got a little comb I use I, I talk to it um, to calm it down so yeah it's quite high maintenance it? yeah, it's, yeah. Mate, that's getting you, famous something you are elite at is the Arnie impression uh, yeah, that was kind of off the cuff, wasn't it? I, obviously, most of us grew up watching his films. He's a legend himself, yeah, so... You monster. Come on, we have to do it. This is basically so he can do his impressions. Because he really fancies himself. I've never met that guy. Well, I think you do Donald Trump and you can... No, no, no. I'm not doing Danny. Okay, let's hear Arnie now. That was pretty good, yeah. You monster. You monster, yeah. You've got to get to your chopper. <laughs> get your hands off my chopper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's doing Trump. In the <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, in terms of your goals in this sport, because like I say, you've come in from, what, you have a rugby background, first of all. Yeah, I played, um, played a very good level of rugby in the Welsh Premiership. Played for London Irish. Um, I think it was under Nick Kennedy at the time. who was a, an absolute legend within the sport. I was lucky enough to play for the British Army um, and my home team, Caffili. Were, were you on the wing? Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> frustrated winger, I think it was. Yeah, frustrated outside half. 
<laughs> if you don't like, know rugby, that, that, that's the skinniest man, normally yeah. fast. But you were, you were second, second row. But second you were row. slim. I mean, seeing pictures yeah, of you in the military. Um, what did you wear then? Oh, I was about 120, 130. And that's a decent second row at any level. That's... Um, uh, for Bridgend, you have like you know conditioners and you have nutritionists. It's a very, it's a very big thing. I mean, yeah, I was, I was really good. I don't, I, I'm never that guy to sort of like blow my own trap and go. I was amazing, but I was good. At one point, I was knocking at the doors of the Ospreys. I mean, okay. and I was, with that in surgery on my hand, um, broke my nose. Things like that. Just, uh, concussion was a massive thing as well. Yeah, but just, just missed out getting involved with them lot. Did you have a few concussions? Yeah, yeah, I think I think I was knocked up like three, four times. I think. I mean, like, I mean, because you got massive heat, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was, that was the thing. Was, that has its own gravitational pull as well. <laughs> I definitely grew into my head. So that was the thing. Like, I'm happy I, for I the can't way. imagine you getting knocked out. <laughs> yeah, it was against me playing Cambridge for the British Army, and I picked yeah. up on the back of a rug, and they they don't look like much. Same guys across the bridge. I'm not not insulting them. They're an amazing team, and just smoked me. Yeah, I tried to just bosh him and. He was up underneath my elbows and I was on my back before I knew it. And really? Yeah, they were a great team. We beat them, but um, it was when the rules weren't that big. So I think I got smashed and then I just carried on playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. like almost like a dump tackle kind yeah, of. Yeah, like it sort of just folded me over and just the impact on the floor. But You mentioned as well that you played for Army. What's your Army background then? Um, yeah, I did 13 years in the Welsh Guards. Um, loved it. It's always something I wanted to do, join the Army. Uh, Maybe I watched Rambo too many times, probably Arnie. Um, it was nothing like them. Yeah, it was nothing like that. I was gutted. Um, um, but it's just something I've always wanted to do. Uh, my grandfather was in. Um, my brother did, uh, you know, he was in for four years. Oh, oh, always always Welsh Guardsman? Yeah, my brother was a Welsh Guard. No, my grandfather was uh, uh, in the artillery. So just something I've always wanted to do. I think the, the turning point was when they came to my school and they had like, um, I think it was the Marines or the Pirates, and they just had all their like weaponry with them. And I was like, that looks cool as hell. I wasn't great in school. Um, like a little, I was a little shit. Like, and military was the the way forward for me. But it would be fair to say, when you you did two tours of Afghanistan, two tours right? of Afghanistan, yeah. And, and at one point, you, I mean, Welsh Guards were you know in the most dangerous part. Yeah. Doing the most dangerous operations, and you yeah. were a part of that, weren't you? Yeah, 2000, Herrick 10. Hmm. Um, we were the spearhead of the battle group, which means it was our tour, if that makes sense. And we were in Helmand Province. Um, How old were you then? You must be. Oh my god, uh, 21. Yeah, but you grew up quick then, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you have to become a man straight yeah. away. It's, it's a man's job, infantry. Every job in the army is okay. Infantry is obviously the best, but um, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll, it, you have to grow up out there. Um, yeah, it's it's a war zone. Um, they wrote a book about it called Dead Men Risen um, by Toby Hardin. And the sad thing is we lost our commanding officer, the first commanding officer to, to be killed in action since, I think, the Falklands War. Um, yeah, so it was, it was quite an intense tour, seven months of, uh, yeah, of trying to stay alive. Like, Does it change your perspective on life, that? Oh, it did massively. Um, yeah, you have to. I think it did. Yeah, I don't think you can come back. I don't suffer with anything like that, and all people, unfortunately, people do. But yeah, um, maybe that's why I do have a different outlook on life because it is, it, yeah, that those two tours, well, that first tour definitely changed everything because of what you put through as a soldier, as a human being. Yeah, I don't think we're meant to go to war. I don't know if we're supposed to go to war, like, but yeah, yeah seven months out there would definitely change anyone's outlook on life. But there are tours and there are tours. And, and, yeah. and that one, I mean, if you're on the front line, you're, you are at risk. Oh, massive. There's nobody in front except the enemy. And you are challenging, but I think the only people in front of us were special forces at the time. So wow. we pushed further north than any other battalion did in the history of the, the tour, in the history of the war, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm um, challenging. Yeah. But yeah. And on a kind of light, but not meant to be on a mocking note, is that if me and you are stood holding guns, I'm thinking there's a bigger chance they're going to go for you than for me if someone's shooting from... It's the biggest target. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, being six for six out there wasn't Exactly, great. mate. Yeah. Good deal. Um, but we're well trained, so yeah. we, can do, we can deal with anything else. Well, I think British Force is probably the best trained force in the world, um, second to none, so... Was it, was it was like command or do you get the biggest gun <laughs> yeah I did I had a GMG a general purpose machine G- gun yeah so literally, so literally like um, they I think the, the Americans have the M60 or the M60 I get confused I think the M60 is the bigger one so we have a GPMG a general purpose machine gun it can fire up to like 2.5 kilometres just over a mile and a half 
It's, it's this weird army stuff. But What's the recoil could, could, on that? Can you do it with one arm? You, <laughs> you, can, you, can fire, you can hold the bipod legs up the side and shoot it off the hip, if that makes sense. Yeah. I have a photo somewhere on my Instagram of me holding it. It is pretty cool. 7.62 caliber rounds. So what does what the whole thing weigh? Um, it's not that heavy, actually. I can't really remember. Maybe 15, 20 kilograms. But it's a lot of weight. It's huge. It's a huge weapon, yeah. Well, I suppose um, you're carrying it around for a long period of time. Yeah, you so. also you carry about 2,000 rounds, which is about another 20 kilos on top of that. Mm. Plus your water, your rations, ammunition, spare batteries for the ECM, which is the electro countermeasures that we carry out there. 60 kilos of stuff? You're carrying 60 kilos of kit, plus your 20 kilos of body armour, plus your helmet, plus the heat, plus... Wow. That's unbelievable, just, isn't it? It is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah um, so you could, you could have... Me, me. Yeah, you're carrying almost. Yeah, uh, some yeah, some lads will carry their own body weight. Imagine Ramsey just straps your back all day. Yeah, no, just, no one wants that. That'd be yeah. so annoying. <laughs> yeah, it would be. That'd be worse than getting shot at. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> Rams, this is unfair. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Defend. That's mate. That that's unbelievable. Yeah, but it's uh, it's unfortunately it's it. No, those sort of things happen and. Um, yeah, I'm home safe along with the rest of the guys. Yeah. And we're glad that you are. Does it make you almost see what um, Alexi's going through slightly differently? Because yeah, what he did at Europe's, mate, given what you've just explained, yeah, is it unreal. Was, it was like, um, yeah, I had to take ten, you know, a couple of minutes off because when he was talking, obviously, you know, can't understand what the lad's saying, but um, I know exactly what he's going to, like, firsthand. So to come out of it, to do that, to go back into it, incredible. Just, um, just shows that he is an absolute warrior, and and just what the man is. I, I was surprised he even got there, and I thought well, we're not going to get Novakov that we know, yeah. Because you know, fair enough. And I was like, listen, come do whatever you can do. If you don't come, we understand. If you yeah. do come, we want you there. And then he went and won it. It was like, what? Yeah, that's unbelievable. It slightly dispels the belief that he's only can do it with just the right amount of perfect science training and, you know, behind the Iron Curtain help from kind yeah. of nonsense, you know. We're usually uh, the smaller, you know, obviously there's a lot of massive sessions. guys. Two training yeah. sessions. Yeah. Incredible. And the Arnold's to Europe. But there's a, lot, there's a lot of massive guys at World's Strongest Man that are so naturally strong. Usually the smaller guy, you always get the feeling that they've got to have everything perfect, all technique and they've got yeah. to be nutrition right and the mind right. There's no way that he was right for that show. No. I, I thought he was off. I did. I was watching him warm up for his deadlift and, it's not an insult to the man. He's he's world's strongest man, um, and countless other championships he's won. But I just said I, I said to my coach, I said I don't think he's right. Do you know the log? The log was empty on the platform. And it was 140 kilos, right? And they all came out and had a little play with it. You all came out. Yeah. He did. He did it, and it looked awful. He, I thought the same. Did thing. you see that? Yeah. He did it, and I was like, oh no, like that's 140. It looks terrible. And we're opening at 170. Yeah. I thought he's not going to do it. He's not going to do the opener. And then he did. Uh, I think he got up to nearly 200 kilos. He's 185, yeah. Yeah, the next one, he, he, he didn't do the 200, did he? He didn't come no, out for it. he left it. But, I mean, what I'm saying is, he's like, wow, like, what is that all about? Is there something that drives that guy? Yeah, is, is it what he's seen? This is the thing. Is it, like, has it made him harder? Has it made him Has it made him a tougher guy? Yeah, I think it has massively. Um, just just a, an awesome bloke, yeah, yeah. to do that. He, it's quite hard to put it into words. But, yeah, what a way to do that. I mean, yeah. just... To come together like that. And the emotion in the audience was unbelievable, wasn't it? Everyone yeah. wanted him to win. As soon as it, it was like, hang on a sec, Alexi could win this. You could see everyone yeah. like, he really wanted it with everything that was going on in Ukraine. I think everyone wanted it to happen. Yeah, and it did. It was perfect. It was like, you couldn't have written it. It yeah. was amazing to yeah. watch as well. I have to say kudos to Luke because Luke, so lost on the stones, and it wasn't a shake hands, well done, mate. It was joy yeah. that he's just done that. And I thought that was a, just epitomised sports. Well, ironic, ironically, the year before, it was the opposite situation. Exactly. Uh, he, uh, uh, Novikov was Novikov so pleased. Novikov took it on the chin. Novikov yeah, well. Novikov took it on the chin. Luke's won, brilliant. And it was weird that it was it was like a deja vu, but yeah. totally opposite, you know? Yeah. Mate, you awesome. mentioned Bridge End. Are you from Bridge End originally? No, I live in Caerphilly. So I'm okay. just, just maybe half an hour outside Bridge End, yeah. Because I've, I've went to a stag do with a mate from Bridge End, and all I'll say is, you boys, party. Yeah, the Welsh lads do like the drink, yeah, especially from that neck of the woods as well. Yeah, but Bridgend was um, my first taste of the Premiership and I loved it. I played it for three years. Um, yeah, it's an amazing, amazing level to play at. And three, four years ago, I wanted to be an international rugby player. I wanted to be the next Alan Jones. Wow. Yeah, but um, it's always something about this sport, like all of us grew up watching it. I just always wanted to be, like, even when I was training, I wanted to be the strongest guy in like pre-season. I wanted to be like, the biggest bench squat, dead if power clean. And then, like, what, 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 did, what was your what was your three lifts when you were uh, actually like, rugby fit? Like two hundred and ten bench press, I think. Then like 
300, 300 kilo bench. Two 10 kilo bench. Yeah. A running fit man. And then I had 300 kilo deadlift roll and then I had a 170 power clean. So I was kind of okay. So when I came across, I was... <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think what I'm made a, you come across? Was it gradual? Or was it like a moment when you thought, I'm going to do a strongman now? Was it like a... It's the fact that you migrated from 130 kilos to 170. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's after I had, I had surgery on my thumb. I played out in France against the for the British Army against like the French... A defence force, they don't have an army team of defence forces made up of all their, their tri services. And I just chopped the guy and then I end up snapping my thumb quite bad. I had surgery, it took me like a full year to recover because I had like two lots of surgery. And then I was like, I can't, I just, just didn't want it no more. I wanted, I, I was like looking for a reason. I was like, right, do I do this? And I was getting stronger beforehand. And then after the recovery. You realised you loved the weights more than the. I did, yeah. Same, I was, thing, I was in, same thing happened to me. Yeah, yeah, I was like rehabbing <laughs> yeah. in the gym I used to train at, and then I was like, nah, I want it. And well, I just, it's strange because at Giants level, obviously, we, we want to keep the Welsh, the Scots, and the Irish, and, and, and everything like that, and, and, and put a qualifier on for you all to come yeah. through. And I remember at that particular time, we'd had some great Welsh guys in the past, but it went a bit dry. Where it was like, there's not mm. a good Welsh guy. So someone sent me uh, a, a thing saying, oh, have you, seen, have you seen this guy, Gavin? So I looked on your Facebook and I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a big guy like that. Yeah, we'll have a think about him. I remember like a year later, I looked back on your Facebook like, this, like he's put on like 40 kilos. Like he just like... Totally you you haven't like, changed your WhatsApp photo for a long time, have you? Uh, no, no. It's like a different human being. It? it is, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like looking back. I, um, the photo from playing in the Millennium Stadium or the Principality Stadium from the finals was one of my, literally one of my last games. For, uh, for I think I'm about 140, 150. I'm starting to creep up in body weight. And then I was like slowing down. I was wondering, like, like, like chewing gum and bubble gum stuck on my feet. So <laughs> and no, matter, no matter what boots I bought, I couldn't run fast enough. So I was like, I made the decision. And being from the Valleys, I loved playing rugby. It was like... All of us do. I grew up with a great bunch of boys playing rugby, but yeah. there's just something about this sport that I, I don't know, just being the strongest man on the planet is pretty cool, isn't it? So, do you think you'll make it? Yeah, I will, yeah. I will become the strongest man in the world. I mean, Gary Taylor, 1996, I think it was. So, Gary Taylor was 93? 93, yeah. And he was around for a long time, and if you look at what he won, he won everything. I mean, mm. I'm not sure why he disappeared from the sport. I mean, literally, like, he has vanished. Um but he's also Olympic lifting as well. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. By the way, in case it's not 93, can we edit in? It's 90, he was 92. <laughs> he was 91. <laughs> I don't lose my expert. Gary actually came uh, to your Strongest Man a few yeah, years ago to the meeting. Really. Yeah. Uh, and it oh, was, I saw the photo that went up. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. It was really nice listening to him. He came with his son and, 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 and sat and, and chatted to everybody. It was great. Um, really really he's, nice He's guy. so humble. Yeah. He's so humble. He's such a nice guy. He is, yeah. He was yeah. an absolute beast when he was when He was in great shape. I mean, Unbelievable, yeah. A crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there's an event coming up in the final of WSM that's yeah. Gary Taylor inspired, you could say, which is the old Flintstone, Flintstone lift. I think um, by the time this podcast goes out, we can actually say this. <laughs> if not, there's a weird cut here. Well, Gary, yeah. Gary, Gary Taylor got the world record in that, like, was it uh, in, in the Flintstone lift? I want to say, what was it? Now he did. It's 200 kilos, I'm sure. Well, did Gary, I think no, no, Gary, Gary did two six behind the neck um, press. No, he, he did 265. Yeah, but, but where was it on the Flintstone? I think he did 210, right, which is okay. the record still. And if it wasn't 210, he did 215. <laughs> <laughs> he did 220. <laughs> you can't laugh at the same time, Rosie. He's not going to cut. Come on. Obviously, <laughs> we're setting this event up for World's Strongest Man to replicate it. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, you know, what do we think these guys are going to get to on it now? You know, Gary Gary did, let's say, 210. Fair. You know, what are these guys going to do now when you get Stoltman under it or someone like so, that? So I reckon, I mean, if Gary did 210 on it, it, it back in the day, it was only because that's all he needed, obviously. He won it. So I think, I mean, from what I'd heard, Gary, I think, I mean, you hear different things. What's the greatest amount of weight you could throw up? Overhead, well, we've seen this the, the incredible Georgian weightlifter, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's, he's two sixty. Yeah, um, so I think it's, I think it's two sixty four. If you pushed me, but I'm not sure. Three, four, five seasons. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weight from the front as well. After yeah. after power cleaning it, so I wonder what you know. And can jerk. any of these guys get anywhere near? I don't know. Was two thirty? I'd like to see two thirty. Got. I think, I think some of the numbers massive. going up now. Paolo Dwyer's looking really strong. Paolo's cut past so fast at yeah. Do you see his hundred and twenty kilo one handed? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the neck, he just yeah, pushes sorry, it and yeah. then catches, he catches it. it. Yeah, with one hand. It's a timing thing. That's that. unbelievable. It's the I, timing is, is off the scale. Yeah, I know Bibby's not a world, but I'd love to see what he could press because I know he's talked about being up around 
yeah, yeah. 260. But he's literally pressed, I think, 265. For, Strict, yeah. yeah. And on the second, the second pressing. It's military, yeah. Tom's actually very good at that. Tom's very good. Tom beat Luke at the Axel at, um, at Royal Albert Hall. So it'd be interesting to see what Tom could yeah. do. Yeah, he's got a great pressing card yeah, for Tom. Has, yeah. And you know about Tom as well? Is I'd, I'll never forget um, speaking to him not long after his mum had sadly passed away. And that Tom there was a guy who had all the potential in the world, but was, if you like, someone who'd come eighth at a Giants Live. I see him there as almost where you are now, but actually you're further along than where he was, which is actually a frightening thought to think you've got a lot of the same tools there. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. I spoke to Terry Holland at the last show. I do believe it. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have committed myself. And you've got to be willing to... Like, I'm nowhere near the champion yet. I know it's a long road. My plan is make the finals this year and then I'm one in ten chance of winning. And I would back that horse all day long. So, If, yeah. there's, a, if there's a truck pull... Things like that, you know, things we haven't yeah. seen for a while. If that kind of thing was there, that's that's the kind of thing you Yeah, could. it would be. And how old are you now, Gav? Um, 33. Yeah, so you got the time. I said, yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, when I played rugby, I didn't give a shit who we played. We'd always go out and win. And when I boxed, I, I was a decent boxer from my battalion. I, I wouldn't give, you know, if you bleed... Kill I, it. If it bleeds, kill yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I truly believe yeah, it. No. That I just, you do need, it's like any sport, you need the rubber, the green. You need, like, just something to go your way. You need everything to fall. You need to roll the dice, and you need it to come up. Like so. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any weaknesses at the moment? Uh, my conditioning, yeah, massively. Because putting the weight on so fast, you sort of you have to forgive other things. And I did. My static strength's okay, but I can't put it down as much as I wanted because at the moment I'm still working on my conditioning. Can you go, can you go over four hundred in the deadlift yet? Yeah, four twenty-five of the world's record. Yeah, four twenty-five is actually the official. Yeah, 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 I pulled it at um, the Dead of Sorry, I do I'm aiming fun. for, there is a show later this year that's coming to my hometown, Cardiff. So, and <laughs> oh, Giants World, World Live in Cardiff. Championship, the World yeah. Dead of Championship. Are you going to be putting big there? I want to be the first Welshman. I will be the first Welshman to put a thousand pounds. I will be. Brilliant. To build, that's four or five, three. Well, this World Dead of Championships, now there was like seven of them last year. That was, the, that was the greatest, yes, yet the worst one to be part of because I've seen people fail 380s and 400s of these shows. And everyone at the open and everyone at 425, I was like, can somebody just please fail? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, when you, that's when you did your... Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And then, and then they equaled the world record for £1,000. Yeah. Everyone, seven people pulled it. <laughs> Sorry, that's a great lift. Well, right? yeah, you yeah, don't even was, remember it because that night was Yeah, 425 so was massive. Of, yeah. And then everyone's like, nah, we did £1,000, mate. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay the warm ups yeah. are over. <laughs> yeah, no, it's strange how like a great lift can get lost in among all that. But that was a crazy night, actually. Yeah, lo- Biggest lost. ever Welsh deadlift was just lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it crazy. Yeah. I mean, like 400 kilos because people... People were saying, like I was reading, I try not to read the comments, like some of these utter sausages writing stuff. They were saying it, it should have been a heavy opener. I was like, it's 400 kilos. Yeah. It doesn't need to be It just gets blown away. Like, you, you, sometimes we, we get, you know, sometimes, sometimes we get it wrong. Not often, but sometimes, like the log. You know, that surprised us just, what was that, uh, Leeds? Was it after or before? I can't even remember. Last year. But you thought it was going to be fine. It was 170 yeah. kilos and suddenly everyone went out there I and struggled. that was just, that was just. Uh, sometimes it's hard to tell how guys people, Guys, guys. I've been doing a lot of shows and things like that. Maybe, you know... Here's a question for you, Daz. Do you think it was because of the World Deadlifts? Was It was two weeks before, wasn't it? Possibly, you know, yeah. of, Possibly. Um, But some of them were the World Deadlifts. Sometimes it's just how it is. You know, it's not, you know... It takes a like, lot out of you. You didn't, you didn't have Bibby there that was guaranteed to make 200 look stupid, you know. And the guys just worked quite on form. But the the best guy still won. I know it was only 195, but it still was the same result... Um, you, you, but you've been, you've done a two hundred log in training in, in my gym, yeah. So the yeah. rumors, so the rumors go. Yeah, it is there, but it's when, some, when are we going to see that one on the? I wish it was the other week, but um, <laughs> that was my first show back in, since my injury. But yeah, I, I can, I can hit these numbers. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't I, like. Mm, I don't know. It's like there's a demon in that log. I think there's like. Well, you pull four twenty five out of the bag in the deadlift size. So yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm okay with. You just things. need the right contest, at the right time. I guess that's, that's all it is. Like yeah, last last year took a lot out of a lot of athletes. I mean, I will never turn on an invite. This is the this is the this is the federation you want to compete for. It's it's the top. There is no better. Like um, we'll pay we'll pay that twenty pounds later. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it's, and it's, it's, last year was yeah. a tough year, though. I mean, we, we yeah. did all our shows within five months instead of 12. And yeah. and also the other thing was, obviously, we couldn't fly a lot of athletes in, so there was a lot of pressure on the British guys. And they all said, yeah, we'll do it. Well, like you yeah. say, everyone's up for it. And you can't just keep getting PBs all the time, you know. No. It's yeah. not like that, is it? Yeah, to pull, pull the deadlift 
14 days before trying to max your log out. You might feel, but like, central nervous system when you shot a piece, you won't be. Yeah, I found it hard to switch on for that show. I just could. I just like. Too, caffeine can also. Yeah, caffeine is, is the devil, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 don't take too much of that, folks, the kids. No, that's definitely been cut out of it. But <laughs> it was, was a great. Last year, I wouldn't change nothing. I loved it. Do you not think, as well, you know, obviously our shows have got such massive crowds. You need to do a few to get into that, to get your mindset into that. It's almost like being ring rusty, isn't it? You know what I mean? You need to yeah. get used to all that. It is coming up to like 10,000 plus people at an arena. Is, yeah. um, it's, I, I can't get used to it. I never will get used to it. But you seem to, you seem to thrive in it, don't you? you I, I love it. it, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah, it is great because but like, it can't work against you. You can't like, let the crowd can drain you. You mm. give off too much and they like sort of energy sapping. But it's amazing. I mean, at the same time, you can kind of, you know. Use it. Yeah, you can, yeah, pull yeah. in 10,000, you know. Find yeah. that balance sort of thing. Yeah, it's amazing because like, every sport, maybe there's two of you in the ring, or there's two, but there's 10,000 people watching one person do a deadlift or 10,000 people you, watching. You, what, what was it Ed said again about, you watched his face in the slow motions before the 500 deadlift and he kind of went, he told everyone to be quiet and then he, and he was yeah. like, he was like, you know, in his mind, he was, you know, yeah. I guess like an X-Man or something. <laughs> <you know? laughs> could, I, could I ask you about the sort of, obviously your health challenges over the last 12 months? Yeah. Just because we're, we're smiling, we're having a great time, but just how scary was that? The worst thing was probably seeing the wife so upset. And I always joke around here, pushing to the limits, and I, that was uh, my limit. I mean, it was super challenging, but this is a brutal sport, and it's, it's for the toughest men and women on the planet. I think we, we probably were best chuck in a little bit of what happened here, just to help people listening. Um, basically, you you were probably competing too often, and, and, and is it fair to say, and too, and too, too much... Caffeine was probably the number one thing, wasn't it? And you yeah. started to have some heart murmurs, didn't you, in the middle of competition? Yeah, so I think that, that sort of sums it up. Yeah, it was like it's like trying to drink after the you know I'm trying to have a heavy session after the night before. Mm. That makes sense. You're drinking more beer, trying to catch up with. If that makes sense, yes. A dog. Yeah, and I was taking so much energy drinks because I was so fatigued. It's not an, it's not a knock on anyone's but It's me. I'm an adult, yeah. and then I think after like. Like the sixth, seventh can of whatever it was. You, mate, mate, we, we, can, we, be great, we, we counted terrible. it up, right? It was the equivalent in Leeds of 23 monster drinks. Yeah. Full size. Well, do you remember Lloydie? So, our friend, a boxing commentator, you'll hear him on Matchroom. He was a 400 meter runner, not world class, but was hoping to sort of be national. He nearly died because he accidentally took too much caffeine in a drink. He he mismeasured. It was um. They've now changed I've on this done, particular I've done, website. I've done it once as well. It's a, it's a horrific thing. He yeah. he and basically he was in hospital and they couldn't get his heart rate down for three days and he very nearly died. And so when yeah. I heard the amount of caffeine you had, my first thought was of him. He's a, a normal sized bloke. Yeah. Very different for yourself. Yeah, it was something like three point two grams of caffeine. At least I the dose is five, five plus. Yeah. Three point five. Three point five is what we kind of came to. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Because yeah. you, think it can be a good you thing forgot that Starbucks yeah. and Starbucks beforehand. And the yeah, it was like a coffee oh, yeah. in the morning, then coffee before the compete. Then it was like a pre workout. Then it was a pre workout mix up with a well known drink with bull in it. But that, that was the funniest thing. The funniest thing is Gav. All he said, "Oh no, I think the only caffeine I took was that. I took a you know, strip of um, pro plus." Pro plus. Uh, yeah. I said, well, what did you wash it down with? Oh, a couple of red balls, you know. It was, yeah. what did you, and, and what did you, oh, I had a monster beforehand. And, uh, and then, oh, yeah, my, my mate does the strongest pre-workout drink there is. Yeah. How would you take of that? Well, it says here on the online gaff, you better take one. How many do you take? Uh, six. Were they were they yeah. level or were they heaped? Heaped. Okay. Yeah, well, he's got a, yeah. we've got a, we know your problem now. These mate. are all lessons learned, though, you know. It what, was, yeah. You know, what, what we're trying to do as well at, at Giants Live is it's now. It's worth a warning, though. Not just be careful. Be yeah. careful. Caffeine yeah. is, well, is all dangerous. these guys now, we have, we have, obviously, we always have medics there and that, but obviously, as you know, now working with the blood group where these guys can all get, you know, if they need intravenous for any of the vitamins and things like that, um, glucose, also, they're all getting blood tested before they compete now. Yeah. It's all there, all provided by the blood group. So it's a lot safer now. And they can advise you on things. There's doctors there for them to chat to, which is quite yeah. important. Because I, I imagine being op optimal hydration of, of, of an so intravenous important. strip must be outrageously And you know, you know something, you, you get into the gym and you, you might be the best trainer in the world and the strongest guy in the world or whatever, and your head's right. But if you don't understand it, we're not, you know, we're not chemists. You know, it's, it's like, if you yeah. don't understand it, you think, yeah, caffeine gets me up for it, makes it stronger, it makes me stronger to a degree. But it's like anything, you take too much of it, 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 it gets adverse effects, everything's yeah. like that. 
It's crazy. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Glasgow kicked my ass hard, like, but... But you, you're still here? I wouldn't change it for the world, no. It's, I've been hit harder than that, so I'm quite tough to kill, so... <laughs> well, we're bit. glad you're here because yeah. you know all you can all you hear at one stage is is Gav okay yet yeah, we believe he's still in hospital and mate the fact that you're as you are back training yeah. looking dangerous for this year you've yeah. uh, a, a million tests you've had a million tests, tests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was about to ask a question and if you know if you had a battery of tests we'd know the answer because we've been involved in well, it well the amount of tests you've had was yeah, actually scary right? how many cardiologists have you seen well, it was a, it was a so magnificent fella from where is he from? Liverpool, Rob Cooper, awesome Rob guy. Cooper, give him a um, Yeah, saved my skin because that is what he's like the foremost expert in all these different. Yeah, it was things. he was a friend of a friend in the gym. Recommended mm. him within twenty four hours. I had. But we, we actually started to feel guilty because we were, you, you're having so many tests <laughs> and like, oh this one's okay right now we do this one now we do this one it's like when's this going to end? No, but, but, I, but, but, but you, you, I'm sorry, I'm stealing your stories, but it was, it, you can't fit in. You, I mean, imagine being, have you ever been in an MRI thing? It freaks you out when you're my size. It was, it was tough, yeah, because the first one broke. Oh, so when I went to Liverpool. There's only how many, there's only like four of them in Britain that you can fit yeah, in. No, or something, four, four in Wales, and I couldn't fit into any of them. Then I had to go to Liverpool because it was a slightly bigger one. But the first one I went into broke down whilst I was in there. So I was getting really hot and I was like oh, no. squeezing the thing as she came in. I was like, well, well, she, was, she could feel the heat, but the cooling system had broke down. I was in it for like 20 minutes. I cooked in. Like, I was just like, this is hot. And they pulled me out and then tried to reset it. Then I had to wait. I've, oh my God, I was up at five there for nine. I think I eventually had it at half one in the afternoon. Then I had to get from Liverpool. Um, but it was literally, yeah, as soon as I finished, I was like super... Because presumably you wouldn't even have your... Was your, were you, were you they had to probably put they you tried in the lab, my arms they? above my head, but then the other one, the new one, was was a little bit bigger. But your lats were so... Yeah, just too big. <laughs> they, put, they, they had to cut um, pillowcases, put my arms through, put my elbows in, touch the side, because it goes, there's magnets to spin or something. Yeah, yes, yes, right, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah so, that, so my elbows would touch the side of the MRI and not get too hot, so I had like pillow covers. The, the noise of it, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, but I was happy when I had it done. He came in, Rob came in like with maybe about 40 minutes, looked at what he needed to look at and was like, as it stands, everything's fine. And then he wrote the report, wow. wrote a letter. Fascinating, and then, fascinating stuff he wrote. And yeah. then it was... Well, everyone was yeah. asking when he came back, he's Gav all right? I said, honestly, he's had so many tests, there's more chance there's that anyone wasn't having a heart attack than Gav, you know. Well, yeah. the, I think part of the big fear is, uh, yeah, I'm probably saying it wrong, it's it Holcomb or Holcomb? Or, yeah. and, and it's, um, I might be wrong again here, but I think, you know, some Previous strongmen have, have suffered from that, and it looks like it looks like athlete's heart. So your, your athlete's heart is a classic one: is your left ventricle starts to grow and thicken as you you know use it a heck of a lot. And you know most world class sports people have, suffer it to a certain degree. And it's not a great thing having an overly big heart, you know, no. because there's only certain size of chamber you have there. And the problem is is actually recognizing when it's a genetic thing because the genetic thing will continue to grow and thicken after the sport. So you're accelerating the genetic problem, he says, like he's some cardiologist. But you, that's right, isn't it? That's that's exactly right. That yeah, was yeah. the big fear, I think I get it right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what the thought was a problem, but it was just overworked and just a stressful season, but everything was as good as it should be. You know? but mate, also, I imagine it's tough for medics because I, mean, I remember seeing a doc on Andre the Giant where basically they'd never had to use so much coagulant and they don't know what is too much for yeah. the body. And if you're 215 kilograms of yeah. humanity, I mean, what on earth do you do? Have you, have you been, you've been uh, anaesthetised? Yeah, I've been put to sleep a few times. Uh, uh, the 200 kilo weight? Uh, no, well, I had to have surgery on a certain part of my body. <laughs> oh, no. A massive part of your body. Um, yeah, it was, oh, it was my balls, yeah. It was massive. Yeah, so I was deadlifting, it was before I was involved, it was through the virus. Yeah. I put the orange deadlift suit on and it, I didn't realise that it twisted it, so literally a day later, I was just sat on the laptop doing some work <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel quite sick. This is this is quite funny. So the wife is a nurse. I went, can you have a look at this, Jim? And I just dropped my jaws. She's like, I'm going to ring the fucking doctors right now. And it was like that, mate. So they and rushed. they're normally even bigger, aren't they? Yeah, they're just in front. <laughs> so they're just in half hour. Yeah, it's just weird. I felt the pain in my groin. And I was like, oh my God, but didn't... So Jim was like, it's a death of an organ, which I didn't know about. So Death uh, of the organ? Yeah, because it cuts it off. Yeah, because it's an organ. So... It spun around itself. It's quite un, it's quite unusual in adults because we're fully grown. So I was yeah two hundred plus then. It was um, 
And she rang the doctor, so obviously she was trying to keep me calm, not letting, not, not letting me know what was going on. So like, yeah, it's fine, it's just maybe maybe an infection bust, or something. Supposed to go in that disease. Yeah. You know, you and the doctor <laughs> rang back within like 30 seconds, like, yeah, you're you, um, called to assess, uh, surgical assessment. Um, so I went down, and the first person to see me was a surgeon. And I was like, this is strange. He was like, yeah, can you just sign this waiver? And I was like, well, he's like, well, after we knock you out, if we find out it's dead, we're going to just chop it off. I was like, chop what off? He's like, your testicle is, 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 is twisted. <laughs> so they wouldn't knock me out because I was too heavy. So they just injected me in the spine and I was awake for the whole procedure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a nightmare. It was fucking unreal, mate. Yeah. So I was just lying there and they injected me. They, so they curve you over. And I, they numb the back and then they put these huge needles in. And I was still sat upright and, and I just lay on my side and she's like, can you lift your legs? I was like, no. So it was like three or four people trying to lift my one leg at a time to put them on the fucking, on the surgery. Wow, on the table, oh, so yeah. Were you facing out the way? Were they kind of, was there like smoke and stuff going on? No, they, yeah. <laughs> I still had my pants on. So they had to cut my pants off. I was like, there was like six blokes just looking and like, hmm, it's just this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they put like a little sheet over and then you could like smell the burning as they're like, oh, but literally mate. I couldn't feel a thing. And then I started having like a panic attack because you can't move. Yeah, nothing. I was like, that's so weird. I was numb from the nipples down. It was really weird. No, I that's awful. Paralyzed. Then I went to vomit, and I couldn't vomit because nothing would contract. So I was just going. Could you speak? Ugh. Yeah, sort of. But then they had to give me something to calm me down. So, so, uh, mate, I, I've I've actually I've gone in and had a, in Colombia, in Colombia, an anesthetist didn't. I weighed in at one thirty or something. Yeah, and then, I've never done anyone heavier than hundred kilos or ninety. I was like, what? How can you not have done anyone? Because they're not particularly big people and I, and, I, and he oh I've probably got a little conservative I was like oh, all right then and for about a minute I remember they knocked me out or tried to knock me out and all I, I was basically left paralyzed entirely except I could just oh, no. <laughs> those were the noises I was making I can remember it like it was yesterday oh, it was awful <laughs> I was face down as well and so I remember I, 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 I managed to open my just like that Open my mouth a bit, and, and <laughs> I was too big for their normal things. I, I was on the table, and my face was just off the edge of it. And suddenly, I went. And I remember thinking, I'm going to fucking die here. It was awful. My heart just. Bum, 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 bum. When you get a panic like that, it's awful. It's yeah, like, it's crazy. It's horrible. Yeah, they wouldn't knock me out because I was too big. Oh, mate. They always they said yeah they put everything in for the lying in me. I'm like oh we'll put you to sleep. It's like perfect. And then as I went in, the surgeon was like no you're too big mate. I was like. What do I do? And he's like, I oh, sit on the edge of the bed and then they put these huge needles in your spine. They numb everything up first though. So, but then you feel like the crack and it goes in and it's like this big and... A huge needle in there? Yeah. It's a... It's a the epidural thing. Epidural, yeah, yeah. yeah. So It's <laughs> a great story actually. Do you remember always, who was it again? It was Don Pope. Do you remember the old Ukraine team show? Yeah, yeah. Where you, you yeah. go over there, you've done it, right? Yeah. You have to sort of like fight you know, yes, the wrestle, the wrestle, and you, you, I'm sure you did it. Mm. I think I'm pretty sure it was Don Pope. It was either Don Pope or um, I can't remember. Mark, uh, Martin was his surname. Uh, they they had to basically went. Listen, I ain't doing this, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself on the floor and go ah my back. You know, what I mean? and what they did. Was they, so he did exactly that in the previous event. You know, before the wrestling, so he didn't have to take on Killer Khrushchev or whatever. Ah! And they took him into into the you know because they were. Do you remember the, the voodoo guy who had like the massive beard who was always at every Ukrainian event? He was kind of bundling him in to an ambulance. Before you knew it, this huge needle came out. And he, he faked it as well. Whack! Right up. He had a huge epidural. <laughs> he was taken, taken into hospital. Only joking. <laughs> Only joking. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was I remember it was Tom and the other guy. But, yeah. Crazy. That all, is classic. All to avoid, yeah. To avoid wrestling, to avoid Virustruck. To be fair, you wouldn't want to wrestle Virustruck. It was unbelievable. In a wet field, we, we did we did the wrestling obviously in the UK, and then you got on Team UK across to to Ukraine. It was either in Ukraine or Russia every year, and you get over there. Who did you wrestle? Who did you? Oh, the, I, I wrestled Bokaitis. Remember Bokaitis? That was crazy. He was Captain like running around me shouting. But you see, they all did it at school. 
they'll they'll yeah. they were they were like awesome mate. All the, the Ukrainians and Russians. How did you trip him? Was hair. It was you just hard work. <laughs> he was so hairy. Hard work. Yeah. Sounds like an STI. He's a, a really strong dude, actually. He's, 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 a, he's a great dude, but he's he's, he's a it's terrifying. He was just walking he? around, just shouting at me. I'm just like Jesus Christ, you know how we got to this? Place? Easily <laughs> the, the hairiest man you've ever met as well. He's like, it looks like he's got a jumper on when he's going. Take your sweater off, mate. Scary stuff. How did, did, you, did, you, did you do all right against him? Okay, it was years ago. Probably, probably lost. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of years ago. No, it was good. We, we did all right, actually, because I'd done judo as a kid, and we had Ollie Thompson, who ended up in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah Eddie Elwood, we had Felix. We had some quite big guys. Yeah. But the but the Ukrainians were unbelievable at it. They were yeah, so yeah. good. Vera Stuck and all these guys, because they'd done it all their life, you know. So they were just tying us all in knots. But there's a lot of injuries. A yeah. Lot of injuries. yeah oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of them didn't know what they were doing. You know, dangerous. So it was just power into power. There was no technique, and there was there was knees he, getting Fierce twisted. Invisible was, was the toughest man. Did he ever, did he ever show you his bullet wounds? Invisible <laughs> was sprayed seven times in it, like <laughs> the machine gun. Wow. Seven no, times. I, yeah, supposedly. I mean, I could see maybe three of them up, up his legs. Of all the guys over the years, obviously been involved in World Strongest Man, you meet some characters. Invisible <laughs> was just like, you know. You meet some characters, you, so, you, so you see these guys on the street normal, and you've been to all Strongest Man, you think, oh, the guy walking down the street thinks he's tough, and then you think, oh, no, mate, please. But Virostock just had this weird, like, air of frightening guy. Terrifying. I, until finally he, his face would go from... Ah, <laughs> Colin, Darren, he didn't speak great English, but I mean, oh, nothing really, but, he, but then he's cracked a smile and... I think it was more relief it was than anything. When he, he was terrifying, frightening guy. Something about him, he had like an air about. He wasn't even, he wasn't even the biggest guy or anything. I was and, he, and he didn't. He wasn't arrogant or any of that kind of. But, but he was just. He was so brawny, yeah. and you just knew he'd had a really hard life, and he was angry about it. <laughs> 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 he was a good dude, though. Was he actually yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. He taught me how to swear yeah. in, in, in Ukrainian. <laughs> Anyhow, back to Gav. Sorry. So, so world strongest man. Uh, we've we've covered most of the question, but world strongest man coming up. How are you feeling for that? How's training going? Oh, really good. Um, it's quite hard. I know it sounds. It's, uh, I don't know. I get quite deep with these questions, but it's so hard for me to accept that I'm good enough to get invited to the world. You don't invite people to make numbers up. I'm speaking to a woman about it. It's great. She's. I think she's up with a few other athletes. I'm not sure why, but training is going really well for it. Um, yeah, I want. I want to be the world strongest man. I want to do. It. I want to bring that out back to Wales. It's just. It's that. Oh, you know the generics. I want to make your parents proud. But you leave a legacy. You only got to win it once, and you are in um, history. But you will be spoken about. I remember two thousand, you know, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. This this guy. I want to be that guy. I want. You to got be... everything there. You got all the credentials. Yeah. I mean, don't you find obviously you've been to all the worlds, but like the 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 first time you go. You've almost got to just go to just do it and see and mm. feel it out, mm. and and you're a bit nervous and should I be there and all this sort of thing. So the first time you've almost got to write it off as like an experience, yeah, and then go back with more confidence. Well, like, like Pa, I think Pa's he, he went there and I think he'll do a lot better. Yeah, second yeah. time around. Yeah, I think Pa is massively underrated. It's not a bad thing to say. But super strong guy. Yeah. I, I say WSM finalist. I think. Yeah, I, I think I he'll think make the top ten with I, the right events. Pa trains. Well, actually, I had a bet with Colin at Pa get on the. You, and I lost it, so lost I, I wouldn't bet against him yeah, again. Yeah, power at the Britons, I was sure he was going to get it. He came down to do some training. I was sure he was going to get on the podium at Britons. Yeah. Um, and also, he thinks a lot about his training. He doesn't I, 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 no, I, I thought he was a, always just a joker. No, he thinks yeah. about it a lot. That's one part. side of it, but he is um, a serious um, bloke. See, yeah. 25 hours, we counted up, like 25 hours of prehab he does, you know. Yeah. Wow. He does a lot, looks after his Stretching body. Stretching twice a day. He was a bit injured in Europe. He'd hurt himself. He'd hurt his hip and, hip and his shoulder a bit. But I think uh, if you get him on form, he's, he's good. Massive. Well, infrared as well. The skews to, you mentioned conditioning. Yeah. Well, one day shows are going to possibly expose that a bit more than yeah. worlds where you do have time to recover. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy setup to be involved in. You, it's kind of... Yeah, you do one show, or you do one event, and there's a few hours... And then again, you've got to take the heat in, the athletes compete against you, you know, it's, and it is quite cutthroat if you don't start, cut, you know, if you don't start pulling the weight in the first two events, it could be game over for you. Because um, yeah. these athletes at this level are, are ruthless and as soon as they see an opening, they'll take it. But yeah, going back to training is going well. Um, Europe's was a tough one for me to come back to. You know, super privileged to be there. But nerves played a massive part. I know I shouldn't say that at this level, but every athlete at any level, any sport will get nervous. 
thinking about the injury from last year. It just was at the back of my mind. But Come when on, I finished how, it, how many years have you been doing strongman now? This is my this has been my fourth year, yeah. And you had to basically take six months you took six months off because of yeah. fears of what happened. I mean you, yeah. after a hiatus of six months, that's not bad. Yeah, I think I like I said I think I retired about twenty times. It was like, oh, can you do this test? I was like, no, I'm fucking retiring. It's like, can you do this test? I'm like, no, no, I'm fucking retiring. How, how many words did, 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 did we exchange in, in written text and messages? Unbelievable. Yeah, well. was, I'm sure you and my dad as well. Daily chat, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I liked it though because, you know. <laughs> I think at one point you were so down. I think I wrote you this whole motivational thing. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I, I was driving to the beach, actually, just jumped, I go in the water for a bit. But yeah, really? that, that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys own this company, run this company then. You could just be like sort out yourself, and you didn't, which is a great part. Of so I think that's just one side of this this family, if you want to call it that. The guys who didn't really you didn't have to do anything. I, I, I felt personally like <laughs> I, I felt personally like you were thinking, "Oh, do, do we not want you there?" And I was I was saying, oh, "Gav, like we want you, like please, but we want we want you healthy, we want yeah. you there. We can't risk anyone not being no, healthy." D- d- Daz was driving more than anyone. I, I was convinced you were a write off at the beginning. I was absolutely yeah, I convinced. I, I thought I was, because obviously the guy from Glasgow, when we got hold of him, said it was done, and then another doctor said it, but then when we just started looking and doing the tests, there's no more tests I can do. And I said, like, open my chest up to have a look. The guy, Rob Cooper, was like, you're good to go. And when he wrote the letter, he was like, there's no way. He's like, you're a nice guy, Gab, but there's no way I would lie. Yeah, it's a he's sign, like, it's, it's it's a sign man. That was, yeah, that was yeah. so lucky no, that yeah, it all yeah, fell cool. through. But, 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 I mean... Obviously, there's no, nothing's ever personal with these things. That's why we were like, look, we'll do everything we can because yeah. we like your character. You know, even I like the fact that we point a camera at you and there's always something good to come out of <laughs> your mouth, you know what I mean? Um, and obviously, you've got the credentials, you've got the size uh, and, and the strength to, to go far with it, you know? Yeah, I do believe it. Um, it's, yeah, I, 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 it's weird that I'm here. Maybe I don't understand why I can't accept it because with rugby, there's always someone saying I wasn't good enough. I played a high level. I'm not going to name drop him because he's a tit, but <laughs> but it was always something. One of the coaches was never good enough. Twenty carries, fifteen tackles, or vice versa. Busting my balls for a full eighty minutes of the second row. No, you know, don't don't play that long on the second row. Maybe sixty good minutes. There's always something. There's always something I can do. But isn't it wonderful to be just just you accountable for just yeah? You? That's why that's why I think I find it's hard, so hard to accept that I'm I'm lucky enough. It's not luck, is it? But I'm almost at that one percent that. I'm at the top level. I think it's, it's gratitude, gratitude, mate. Yeah. Gratitude. You're yeah. obviously grateful. Here's, here's my, my one my one thought, having watched just so many hundreds of guys come through the thing, is I think you, you're going to have to, you know, a couple, take a couple more world's strongest mans before you get that kind of Terry Hollands mentality of, I mean, why I say Terry Hollands? Because he's the master of chatting shit and just having fun and then at the last second flicking a kill switch and going out there yeah. pulling out an insane... You think, what's, what's, look at what's Terry over there with his mob smoking away. Terry, he's not going to do anything. Just Terry joking around. around the world's strongest man set like he's at home in his yeah. dressing room. <laughs> no, he does. He's, he's been he's there so many times. How many times have you done world's strongest man? Like oh, 15 or something. Or he did nine in a row before his, his first, his finals in a row before his first injury. So, so like, you see him walking around, Ten. he's got his cigarette and all that. It's like 15, he's chilled maybe? out. And then when it comes to it, he's always got the power there. You Deadlift know? in Sacramento last year. Yeah. He was just warmed up and then before he went, he was just smoking a fag and then... Pulled the 350 like six, seven times. Incredible. And then... With a torn bicep. Yeah, with a torn... And it was his last crack. And then, then that was like, uh, Lion's more fierce as its end, they say. And it was like his last blast. And it, like, it was just, just I, amazing. I, 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 I think, you know, it's, but just to take lessons from, from Terry, I, I think it's that... Um, you know, obviously things like caffeine and stuff. You obviously wanted to make sure you felt super up for it. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you... you you don't, you don't have to need to feel up for it two hours before. Because no. if you start, that happens mm. at Worlds. You're the best ever, one of the best ever strongmen um, was actually Hugo Gerard. He was unbeatable in sort of 2002, three, those couple of years. Every single one day show, he thrashed people. When he came to World's Strongest Man, he just, he just, he seemed his body weight just went. Whew. And he was just too nervous and too tense, just too intense a guy. A lot of people warm up too soon as well. You know, you know. Yeah. If we say right, we're going to start at this time. I think he was an insomniac abroad as well. That was I, I learned to read it like so. It's like right, well, those cameras are set up properly, and there's no way we're going to start right, yeah. on the cameras and read what's going on around you, because if you warm up too soon, there's all that energy and it's gone. And warming up the second time, it's just it's yeah. so much 
pressure and the energy's just gone and thinking right I'm going in 10 minutes you've got to keep such an open mind yeah. and almost warm a bit faster I mean, yeah. it's, it's almost, I mean it's, if, if, sometimes your best performance can be oh no you, you're kind of almost late for the bus you're, you're, yeah. you're the last yeah, guy yeah. to join in round one and do whatever that kind of thing that, yeah. and people can do incredible performances off of just a bit of adrenaline and almost no warm up yeah I was trying to second year obviously when I was the first year when I was reserved got told a few days before I was going to be in was it two days before and then the second year was I was up as an athlete. I tried watching Brian Shaw. Just I was like I was sat I sat right by him, and then whenever he would do something, I was just like, right, if he's warming up, I was in his group. I was like, I'm just gonna start warming up, and he was. He was like, you know, the banded stuff stretching off, and then that seemed to work. But yeah, I'm still trying to find my feet, and I think the third year, um, yeah, I plan on making the finals, and I see what happens. But it is it's so tough to the energy thing. Mm. One show at nine, or one event at nine, and the next at two, or next at one, or. And if you're in the final, you've got like over a week of competing. So, yeah. oh, no, but I mean, even even right down to the whole familiarization day where you have to go test the kit. Do you test it? Don't you test it? Do you warm up fully and go for it? Don't you? Mm, yeah. And then you've got guys like Brian who's sort of hanging around waiting for the end, you know, and then you'll, then you'll sneak, sneak in there, you know, because he's got different techniques to try. Yeah, it was, it's great. So a lot of yeah. mental energy goes mm, into it. Yeah. But hey, you guys, to be a great strong man, you really have to be your. Really, when it comes down to it, you're your own manager, your own coach, yeah. your own, you know, rehab assistant, your own, you know, you everything. Yeah. You're, 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 there's not some huge coaching staff like you. No, there isn't. No. But mate, what's really nice? You've got a real balance. You, you, the way you're talking about your own ambitions, so you're an ambitious guy, but you're also excited to be part of World's Strongest Man, which is kind of how it should be because it's yeah. a flipping big deal. It is. It's. Um, I said. I think I said it before in my last interview. It's like the North Face of Everest. It's. Um, uh, everyone wants to be everyone wants to do it but then it takes some serious balls to get in <laughs> how many people have climbed the North Face is not fucking many of them is it not many people survive it in, in that sense but this is the way you want to join life you want the worlds and I find it really hard to accept that I'm here but I hope that doesn't affect my performances it shouldn't but maybe a few more years at the worlds um, a, few, a couple of wins you'd be all blase yeah I need, I need to know. win a, a good friend of mine in the gym <laughs> said I need to win an event when I was at a different um different federation he said you need your first win and then the first time I won an event was the first year I won the title and I did a one like you know like a like sandbag carry or something like that oh there's there's there's, there's I mean the sport is, is uh, uh, yeah, you know, is. once you have that first you know yeah, you get a taste of winning and, and losing's a habit and winning's a habit. I remember competing against Sadler many, many moons ago. You know, and that first event when he, I was so convinced I was going to win the Farmer's Walk and he was just sitting there at the end, you know, flexing away. <laughs> I was already kind of beaten mad. It was awful, awful feeling. And so, you know, that whole, you know, who's going to figure it just, what, just what he does, really. It does, it does, yeah. <laughs> well, Gav, we're grateful for your time. We're grateful that you're healthy. Um, yep. We also can't wait to find out what you're going to be achieving in the next few years, mate. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Huh? Gav, Love you, man. Bill Tom. Cheers, Gav. Thanks, man. We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strong men decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giants-live.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's Bumbag, of course.